So what should we be expecting after all this foolishness is over? What new normal should we be looking for? Let's get into it. We've got some difficult days ahead. I just want to do God's will. I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Shalom, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Jacob C. Podcast. Listen, I want you guys to um, share this episode, as always, with five people, five people, find five people that's in the way, that's not in the way, um, and share this episode with them. Now, this episode is a little bit different, so I want to get right into it. Um, these are not my words, but this is another brother um, that has a YouTube page called Truth Unedited. Uh, now, a disclaimer, I do not agree with all of this brother's theological precepts, um, but in my thing is when you're right, you're right. Um, so I can't disagree with you when you're right. Um, but this is, uh, for the most part, a solid brother um, who understands the times. So that's why I'm sharing this with you all. I know a lot of us may be stressed out or um, bothered or... Um, whatever it may be about this coronavirus or different other viruses that are popping up or the fact that they're saying that the so-called African-American community um, is in proportion to everybody else um, is more susceptible to this virus and all of the kind of stuff, all of the kind of news coming out. Um, the stay at home orders may be extended into the middle of the summertime or until the summertime and uh, so much stuff going on. Um, a lot of people are fainting in their heart because they're scared. Uh, but just remember that the Most High has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind, according to uh, the words of Paul to his uh, disciple, Timothy. Um, and I just wanted you guys to hear the words uh, from another brother uh, that can say it better than me, has a little bit more information. Uh, so these words are from his YouTube page. Um, yeah, uh, just listen to the Ock and what he has to say. Um and I hope it blesses you again. This is not to um, cause anybody to have any fear or anxiety, but this is just the truth. And as the people of Israel, uh, we know a wilderness season is coming. We know um, if you read your scriptures, you know, certain things are coming and um, it's time now to start to prepare yourselves, um, whether that's stocking up on things, whether that's gaining the skill of gardening whether that's um, getting a gold bag, whatever that looks like uh, for you and your family, start to prepare yourself with the end in mind, um, as my assembly always says. So uh, with further ado, this, these are the words from our brother from Truth Unedited. To many that are paying attention, it's obvious that this world is changing. Those that believe in never letting a crisis go to waste really are applying that mentality to today. There are many today that think this is just a phase that will pass. Those that have blind optimism that believe that once this virus goes away, we will be coming back to life as normal. But the truth is that the life that we all knew not too long ago is drifting away week by week. If we are paying attention, it's pretty clear that the world we once knew will never be the same again. And for many, that understanding is too much to bear because they have not been mentally preparing themselves for this moment in time. One thing that I try to do is live in reality. 
not a false one that ignores all the potentially negative circumstances happening around us. In this deceptive world, we must walk and maneuver with spiritual eyes. We must keep our feet planted strongly in a foundation of truth and understanding. We must be vigilant and live through expectations that are based upon the world that is actually here more than the world that we want to see. The truth is that we are right now being guided into a new world order. A total shift in how the world runs and operates. A total shift in our relationship with our government. A total shift in society completely. The world we knew is being transformed into something else. The thing is that it's easier to live in this type of changing world when we are mentally prepared for it. So what I want to do is provide perspective from my vantage point. Because the coronavirus is not your biggest risk. Now don't get me wrong, what's going on is still a risk. But it's not your biggest one. What should we be expecting in the near future? What does the future look like after the coronavirus is gone? Let's talk about it. Let's begin. So, it's very hard not to be focusing on the coronavirus. Everywhere you turn, someone is speaking about it. All around the world, our lives have been completely shut down because of it. It seems this whole world has been affected by it. Economies around the world are crashing, bringing the world to an inevitable worldwide economic depression. Citizens across the world are in fear. They don't know who or what to believe in. They are quarantining in their homes at government's orders. Police and military are in the streets, enforcing these quarantines. Television news anchors are broadcasting from their homes. A majority of businesses have closed. Even churches have closed their doors. Savings accounts of 401ks are being depleted by the day. Wall Street profits are tumbling. Jobless claims are skyrocketing. Congress is passing stimulus bills that bails out business, passes out checks to individuals, and gives out a little more support to citizens who are finding themselves in sudden positions of unemployment. So, it's a given that you would want to focus on this virus, but you should not. Take the proper precautions for yourself and your family, and move your mind away from it, because the virus is not your biggest risk. It's what comes after the virus that you should be aware of and prepared for. Now, there are many claims that it's not really about the virus and really about 5G. And to me, that honestly makes more sense than the nonsense we are hearing about this virus. But virus or 5G, it doesn't really matter in the long run. It's the agenda that matters. The coronavirus is an extremely powerful scapegoat that the powers that be, the 1% of the 1%, have decided to use for this world transition. And it's not the virus that I will be focusing on, but this transition. There's so many things changing, it's hard to know where to begin. First thing that should be understood is that we are entering in a post-American-led world. What does that mean exactly? For decades since World War II, the world has been following the lead of the United States. The United States was the leader of the world, and everyone looked to it for the answers. It was the model of how things should go. But those times are coming to an end. Now, this is not something solely on Donald Trump, but for time's sake, it's easiest to start with him. For the majority of his presidency, Donald Trump has been pushing other countries away from depending on the United States and having everyone pay its fair share. The United States no longer being policemen of the world. The United States cannot continue to be 
the policemen of the world. The world is no longer looking to the United States for leadership, though. Even Russian media is reporting that Putin offered Donald Trump help and Donald Trump accepted, even going as far as showing that Russia just sent a plane full of supplies to the United States. In the past American-led world, America used to supply the help. In this post-American-led world, America is now receiving the help. Just the fact that this is being said shows the times that we are in in regards to the respect of United States leadership. America now has the most confirmed coronavirus cases in the world. Though the virus started in China, China is being praised on the way that it has dealt with it. The response in Europe and America has been slow and haphazard by comparison. China looks like the model country, as it was the first country to experience the epidemic and the first country to get out of it. The authoritarian model in Beijing now appears more viable than the Western democratic one. I'm just explaining what the narrative seems to be implying. For people who care more about freedom, privacy, and individual rights, this world after the coronavirus looks a lot more worrying. China was able to slow the spread of the virus because the rights of its citizens are more greatly suppressed compared to the United States. And because people are in fear, they are desiring this more than their own freedom and more rights. What we are witnessing is a narrative that will eventually blame Donald Trump for not declaring martial law sooner, and a world that will be demanding more power and control from his government, handing over its rights and freedom to the government for more protection and security. The world is asking for more control by its government so that problems like this can be handled more efficiently. When people are scared, they will give up their liberties for more security, and that has always been a roadmap of the New World Order. Hydra created a world so chaotic that humanity is finally ready to sacrifice its freedom to gain its security. Once the purification process is complete, Hydra's new world order will arise. So, as we move forward, we should have an expectation of the world embracing more of a control structure that resembles China more than the United States. It's not China running the world or being the world power similar to how the United States was. That's not what the world will look like. But that the authoritarian style of government that China has will be implemented for the rest of the world. In China, people don't question their government. They know that they're under surveillance and lack privacy. They are a country that is tightly run, and based on the narrative that we are seeing, we should have an expectation of this to be spread around the world. This is a part of the New World Order. So, what do I mean when I say that the coronavirus is not our biggest risk? For some people, they are just waiting in their homes for the virus to pass and waiting for life to get back to normal. This is a major reason why I recommend not following the news in regards to the virus. Why I recommend not focusing on it? It's because that's all they're giving you, a false hope. But here's what they're not telling you. There is an expectation that by June, the spreading of the virus should be over and that the self-quarantining and stay-at-home orders will be lifted and normal life should resume. But what they are not saying is that shutting down the world economy for this long will have massive implications. Now, I have already made a video speaking about why the situation is all about the debt. If you have not watched that video, please make sure that you do, so you have a better understanding. But understand this from an economic point of view. 
shutting down all economic activity in the month of March will bring negative growth for the first quarter. So that's the first quarter of 2020 with negative growth. Then with the economy shut down in April and May into June, that's obviously another quarter of negative growth. A technical definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. So no matter how you look at it, we will be in a recession by July. A depression is negative growth for four quarters or a year, which is highly likely as well. The point is that we are undoubtedly headed towards a global recession that will probably be labeled a depression. And this will lead to higher unemployment and massive business failures and bankruptcies that will undoubtedly pop the credit bubble. This could happen even sooner than July, but either way, there is no saving it. There is no going back to the way things were. And the Fed, who has been charged with propping up the economic system during the coronavirus, will not have enough ammunition to stop further problems. And if the government decides to do more stimulus and continue printing more money, for example, like how Trump is proposing a $2 trillion infrastructure bill, and Congress wants to provide more checks to citizens, if that continues, there will be a dumping of dollars. You see, you can't keep printing money out of nowhere and expect the world to still have a demand for them. The oil crisis by itself could spark a dumping of dollars, as this is the only reason why the dollar is the world reserve currency right now. People buy oil in dollars. They are required to. But right now, there is an oversupply of oil, which could change the whole oil market. You see, the biggest risk is not the coronavirus. The biggest risk is the economic problems that the coronavirus will be blamed for causing in the coming future. Earlier, I said we are witnessing a post-American-led world. But that is not just in regards to leadership, but economically as well. The biggest risk is the collapse of the United States dollar, which is inevitably upon us. I have a video about this as well. Please watch it. This will be the major transition into the new world order. And we are witnessing the narrative that is being played out right now. Right now, there are businesses that are closed down that may never open up again. Or if they do, their longevity will be short. America is a consumer-driven economy. It survives when the consumer is financially strong and spending. They are predicting numbers like 30% unemployment. How can a country survive when 30% of the country is unemployed? They will not have money to buy items. And even if the threat of the virus is gone for a period of time, it still will not change the world's economic condition. Now, this explanation of the economic situation is very light in this video. If you do not agree or understand, watch my economic collapse videos and they will provide more background. And please understand, this is not just specific to the United States, but the whole world will experience this. The United States is just so important because it is the economy that keeps the world pumping. Massive unemployment and lack of income will come. In the end, people will be depending on the government to save them from this. No matter how you look at it, we are entering this new world order, and life as we know it is forever changed. If you have a mindset of things going back to the way they were before the virus, you are not mentally preparing yourself for what's coming. While living through this coronavirus lockdown, things right now still have been pretty peaceful. But there will be civil unrest soon. Prepare for it and stay inside when it occurs. There is also a very big chance for military conflict. 
You see, North Korea has shut down all negotiations with the United States and has been repeatedly firing missiles. The United States also started taking action against Venezuela, trying to transition a new government and force Maduro to step down. There was a report in the New York Times just last week about an escalation in Iraq with Iran. The article said the Pentagon has ordered military commanders to plan for an escalation of American combat in Iraq, issuing a directive last week to prepare a campaign to destroy an Iranian-backed militia group that has threatened more attacks against American troops. But the United States' top commander in Iraq has warned that such a campaign could be bloody and counterproductive and risk war with Iran. And to top it off, U.S.-China relations are free-falling. We have Trump calling it the Chinese virus, and China saying that the U.S. military brought the virus to China. My point is that the unresolved conflicts of the past are still brewing all over the world. Let's not forget about the continuous earthquakes that are happening across the United States. They are getting bigger and more frequent. That is another quote-unquote natural occurrence that would trigger collapse. See, this is not meant to scare you, but to prepare you. It's really heartbreaking to watch so many live with this reality that they just have to wait things out and they will get their lives back. No, we are all being conditioned to accept this transition to this new world order. Listen, this coronavirus epidemic is a worldwide problem. It's a problem that points to the current deficit and world leadership today. There is currently no leadership in the world that people can depend on that is able to properly direct a crisis that affects the world like this. This post-American-led world does not make China the new leaders of the world. It's just that they are the new roadmap of society. This lack of leadership is a purposely engineered objective to drive us into accepting this new world order and what comes with it. We should expect the formation of a world government to come from this, but this will not occur until after the economic collapse and military conflicts. But even before all this happens, this coronavirus is already establishing the structures of this new world order. We will be moving towards a complete transition to a digital age where privacy is no longer our major concern. Instead of asking, is there a reason to do this online? We'll be asking, is there any good reason to do this in person? And people may need to be reminded and convinced that there actually is. Our online communication will be turned up to new degrees. A person's world will be one of apps, tablets, and self-service screens, where everything you need is delivered to you through technology. Your transportation, your food, whether it's groceries or actual prepared foods from the restaurants, People will be using more of products like Facebook Portal and FaceTime than ever before. Companies, churches, individuals will be using products like Zoom to do group communication. This is one reason why they are projecting that we will be quarantined for so long. This is mass conditioning. Moving away from a private personal world to one that is completely manifested online. Where all our conversations and interactions are recorded. Virtual reality will soon become the majority's actual reality. Why leave your home if you can visit places virtually? Virtual reality allows us to have experiences we want, even if we have to be isolated, quarantined, or alone. They will probably market it to us as a way for us to adapt and stay safe in the next outbreak. 
When you look at the products and investments that major companies and organizations have been making over the past decade, you can see how they have been preparing for this. Long before the virus's arrival, social distancing was becoming a way of life. Around the world, people have been getting increasingly accustomed to same-day shipping, on-demand service apps like Uber and Instacart. There is more streamed entertainment than one could watch in a lifetime. Everybody's doing group chats and talking on social media more than in person. When we come out from the weeks or months of distancing from one another, will we actually crave human contact? Or will we realize how comfortable we can live without it? As long as they condition us to fear contact with humans, things will never be the same. Trump even said things like, shaking hands should never be done again. This is a fundamental change in society. But no, we all have to get away from, I mean, getting away from shaking hands is a good thing. And possibly that's something that comes out of this. Maybe people shouldn't be shaking hands for the long term because it does transmit flu and other things. As a result of COVID-19, the coronavirus, everyone in the world will be greatly pressed and influenced to surrender basic civil liberties in return for security, which will change the social contract in this liberal world. By promising security, we will all be introduced to a world government that reduces personal contact in the public space and grabs more power to intervene into our private lives. Digital technology makes it possible to create subtle police states where state control is not as obvious as it could be because it's not like you see people guarding and standing around listening to your conversations. It's very subtle. And through this, people will voluntarily offer private data and information and hope that the state can provide more security. This is what the new world order will look like. Let's talk about the vaccine first. From the time they started informing us about this virus, they told us about the importance of making the vaccine. When Trump started talking of it, he spoke of how fast he wanted to have the vaccine ready. This vaccine looks like it will be the first part of the narrative for everyone's initiation into the new world order. There was a statement that has been claimed to be made by a man named David Spengler in 1945. And whether or not he said the quote is irrelevant to me. It's what was said that's important because I believe it is a great explanation into the acceptance of the New World Order and the Mark of the Beast. What is said was, no one will enter the New World Order unless he or she will make a pledge to worship Lucifer. No one will enter the New Age unless he will take a Luciferian initiation. And this is true. The coronavirus vaccine will be a big part of this narrative because what they will do is tie humanity to this vaccine. You will not be able to be a part of society if you do not take this vaccine. The claim will be how else will people know you are safe and not affected. And the sad part is that because people are so scared, they will rush to accept this vaccine. The movie Contagion, which is trending right now, provides a visual example of this. If you are vaccinated, this will allow you to receive employment, travel on airplanes, receive medical care, stuff like that. Basically, the requirement of the vaccine will tell people who's safe and who's not. You will see celebrities and influencers pushing the importance of getting this vaccine. But how will people know that you're vaccinated? People like Bill Gates are working right now to tie the proof of vaccination to an insertable RFID chip. Yeah, our foundation works a lot on diagnostics and vaccines uh, and understanding how to make 
new vaccines, make them in large quantity. That's uh, what we're doing all the time. This will be a means of verifying one is vaccinated and safe. By taking the vaccine, it allows you entrance into the new economy and monetary system that will come into place. This will be mandatory if you want to be a part of the system. And the sad part is if you're not vaccinated, don't depend on your family and friends to help you because they will be scared of you. They will probably turn you in because to them, you're a danger to society. I don't know if the vaccine will have the chip in it or if the chip is something you are able to receive because you're vaccinated. But either way, they are both coming. People are demanding it, actually. Now, let's talk about this world's economic system. Regardless of what happens with the stock market and economy, even if you believe the dollar and all other fiat currencies will be around forever, it's undeniable that the physical paper currency system is done. Everyone is extremely germ conscious right now. There will be reports probably, if they aren't out now, that the virus is found on paper money. Or to prevent future spreads, we need to eliminate physical currency. Money will be digital. I mean, people may want to believe it's all coincidence, that this is the reason why cryptocurrencies were even created. That is just a coincidence why we saw the implementation of the chip card and the virtual cards through Apple Pay and Samsung Pay that allow contactless transactions. That is a coincidence that in the recent stimulus bill, Congress tried to introduce a digital dollar. Maybe you have heard that they tried to tie the stimulus money paid to individuals to a digital dollar. They nicely let us know it's out there, but then they don't speak about it again. But the digital dollar was not just some proposal. It is already here. On the Coinbase platform, which is a major source in the United States for buying and selling cryptocurrencies, you will see that there is the dollar coin. It's already here, people. This is not a conspiracy. People may want to call this all a coincidence and inconsequential, but it is not. We are moving to a digital currency where all monetary activity is tracked and logged. The blockchain technology which creates a digital ledger for all transaction is already established. We are there. This is not some far off future. We are in the beginning stages of the transition. And like I just said in regards to the vaccine and RFID chip, you will not be able to have access to this new economy without taking the initiation and receiving the vaccine and microchip. All of this goes together. In regards to healthcare, we are looking to a digital revolution of our medical system. It's no wonder why there has been such a debate about socialistic healthcare in America. People around the world will use the coronavirus as a strong justification to demand universal healthcare worldwide. It will be argued that the ability to respond to a pandemic depends more on principled and transparent leadership and there will be calls to elevate health security to the same priority level as other threats, such as nuclear disarmament and terrorism. The world will act together on this. All medical records will be electronic and online. Since Obama, we have already been transitioning to digital medical records, but the full migration has not fully happened yet. Digital technologies will become even more prominent, and we are likely to see a rise in the use of telemedicine as well as home testing. Out of necessity, remote office visits could skyrocket in popularity as traditional care settings are overwhelmed by the pandemic. There would also be a containment-related benefit to the shift. Staying home for a video call keeps you out of the transit system, out of the waiting room, and most importantly, 
away from patients who need critical care. In the U.S., it's said that a third of the population already use telemedicine, and now people currently will have no other choice but to rely on it. The more they use it, the more they will learn to trust the method, allowing for the delivery of faster and cheaper health care. We will also see a movement towards people utilizing home tests for illnesses such as the flu or high cholesterol. It will be promoted that there is no reason to go to the physical doctor for everything. Some things can be diagnosed remotely, more than likely through artificial intelligence. The world healthcare system will be all digital. You will see credits and benefits if you link your medical account with devices like an Apple Watch. But again, going back to that microchip, we will see our medical care linked to this insertable RFID chip. The microchips can tell authorities if you're running a fever, if you're properly vaccinated. It will monitor your movements and tell if you're helping the system by regularly exercising or if you're sitting on the couch being inactive, hurting the system. In New York, we saw a sugar tax where you pay more if you decide to drink sugary drinks like a Coke. This will be more universal and wider spreading. If a world government is providing health care for all, they cannot allow everyone to just decide to eat what they want. If you choose to eat pizza every day and not work out, this will obviously lead to health-related problems. You will have the right to do so, but you will pay a premium to eat that pizza and fries or that cheeseburger. You'll pay a tax. I know many people want to deny it, but it should be easy to see that this microchip that they have been suggesting over this past decade is coming closer to our reality. Between a digital monetary system and a digital healthcare system, this microchip will be a solution for all of these current problems and a more transparent future where our desire for peace and safety outweighs our desire for privacy. Listen, in regards to your future, there now needs to be a complete mindset change. Unless you have been working towards an essential skill like coding, engineering, and robotics, the economy will not be something that will place you in high demand for employment. The class system has already been locked in place. The hidden agenda of the coronavirus is not about attacking the poor. They've already been attacked. What is happening right now is the destruction of the middle class. This is another major agenda of today. A destruction of the middle class. There are so many people that have been wealthy all their lives that will lose their wealth during the next few months to year. Either your business and status allowed you to stay financially above the collapse and stay amongst the wealthy and rich, or you will fall with it and never recover. If you are not already invested in the new economy, it's pretty much a sure thing that you'll be on the losing side of it. There will be no more middle class. There will only be the rich and the poor, and they will be divided. Depending on your skills, you may be able to have more benefits than others, but you will always be in the poor class. The poor will receive universal basic income, meaning the government provides a living wage to every citizen in the world as long as they pledge themselves to the system and are obedient. The stimulus money that the world governments are doing right now is already evidence of this coming reality. Before this collapse, they were already talking about universal basic income. But after the collapse, when there are no jobs and a population that has needs, we will see this pick up steam and acceptance. It's crazy because today I see others making posts on their social media accounts actually demanding this to happen now, demanding to be a slave. This contactless society will be pushed continuously until it's understood that it's our new normal. If you're getting food deliveries, 
you will see that they already have the option for contactless deliveries. This will expand further into robotic automation and artificial intelligence where all deliveries are automated and you do not have to worry about the risk of human contact. The need for autonomous driving vehicles will finally be seen. It's no wonder why all Teslas are equipped to be self-driving cars. All they need is an updated program to their software. This is why Uber has been invested so heavily, though it has made no money. Because the future is not with human drivers, but autonomous self-driving cars for the rich. I've given a lot of information in this video. It's not easy to talk about the future because it can affect everyone differently depending on where they are in their awareness of this world and its goals. We are transitioning to a new world order. And what I've given is a very small glimpse into what's coming. As a result of this coronavirus epidemic, we will see the end of an American-led world which will result in chaos and unrest around the world. That will drive the need for a full authoritarian world government that rules through a new digital age where our money, identification, medical records and overall health, our shopping habits and social interactions and everything else are all tracked and monitored. This may be very hard to hear, and I understand that. For many, people just want life the way it was, and many will reject this message because it doesn't fit in with that worldview. But that doesn't change what is upon us. Change is inevitable, and the longer you prolong understanding this, the worse you will make it on yourself. For me, I approach this future not with fear, but a sense of excitement that would be weird for others that do not fully understand me. However, in the eyes of this world, I am on the wrong side of this future. I will not be aligning myself with the system financially, medically, socially, politically, etc. This future is not something that I want to happen, but the more I see it forming, the stronger I grow in my faith. You see, many people watching this video have been expecting this future for a while. This is not just some coincidence. This is also not some crazy psychic talk. Much of my expectations of what is to come is based upon my research of the 1% of the 1% and their goals and the type of world that they have been trying to work to build. But my foundation on this is built upon the word of God, which is found in the most debated book in history. You don't have to debate the validity of the Bible. If you choose not to believe, that is your decision. I mean, I understand why you may not, especially if all you've seen from individuals that say they follow it is hypocrisy and greed. But at the end of the day, those are just distractions pulling you towards another side. You see, there are many that believe that this new world order that is coming is something beneficial for us all. That it's about getting rid of the financial powers that rule the world through central banking and creating a system that's based on fairness. That's what is presented to many. Then there are many people like me that believe that this is a satanic agenda all about bringing a one world government that has full control of all citizens in the world while merging all religions to an understanding that they all worship the same God. And then there are people in the middle that don't know what to believe. I am making this message now to bring clarity to you that you do not have much more time to decide what side you're on. Right now, you are quarantined, locked in home, in place. Don't spend this time vegetating in front of the television or on your tablet or on your phone, searching for content that can keep your mind distracted. Don't go and deny the validity of the Bible without doing real homework. There are major controversies and lies that are surrounding this book. But I promise you that you will not understand truth without understanding this book. Because everything that is happening right now 
has to do with whether you believe what's written in it or not. If you don't have a full understanding of many things that's in the Bible, or you say that there are contradictions, take your time and review what's in it. This channel is devoted to walking you through that truth. So if you haven't read the Bible yet, why don't you watch my History of Religion series and let it explain some things to you? It may even spark a real desire for you to read the Bible on your own. If you want to understand more about Bible prophecy, I have a series on the book of Revelation and a series on Bible prophecy that can help you study these things. Go through my Exposing the World playlist and maybe you are introduced to information you have not come across yet. Watch my symbol series and understand that none of this is a coincidence. Watch the Economic Collapse playlist to understand fully why we are experiencing this economic collapse. This is not a coincidence, it's something that happened by accident. And if all this information gets too heavy, watch my encouragement playlist that will encourage you to persevere. None of these videos are to be a replacement of the word, but sometimes we need a jump start and you can look at these videos as just that. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 5. It's hard to see the blessing in all of this, but you are truly blessed. My expectation was that this world reset will come upon the world swiftly without a chance for thought. But right now, everyone in the world has been given a chance for thought and reflection. You are given time to really analyze your life and what you're living for. The amount of distractions that you've been plagued by are drastically reduced. Many of us do not have to be worried about being pulled by our jobs or sports or music entertainment. If we are distracted, it's because we have sought the distractions out ourselves through movie streaming and social media or whatever else people are doing right now. It really is up to you with what you decide to live for. I have made this video to show you what the future has in store and it will honestly be worse than what I have explained. You guys know what this represents? Tell us, sir. Maybe it's the calm before the storm. What's the storm? Could be the calm, the calm before the storm. <laughs> this is the calm before the storm. Now, I'm not going to talk about whether he knew that this would happen or not. Because in the end, it doesn't matter. But this moment right now really is the calm before the storm. We are seeing everything coming together to move towards this world agenda. There is no going back to the way things were. So I'm hoping, if you are smart, you really recognize the time that we are in. Understand the risk presented. Understand that you have a God that loves you, that gave you his word thousands of years ago, that has foretold of these things, and gave you a way out if you just believe in his son whom he sent. But there is no time for playing games. I know many people that choose to live in ignorance, and that is their decision, no matter how much you beg them. But if you made it this far in this video, it's because you're not one of them. This channel is not about forcing you to believe in what I believe. It's just about presenting facts and alternative views to you in a way that you may be receptive to. Take this time and understand the world you live in and who you must put your trust in. Take the time to know our creator. Take the time to understand what he desires from you. And then take the time to be his. Your time is running out. Be blessed.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. We ask that you subscribe, like, and review, as well as share this podcast on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. Have you ever wondered how to be a part of the show? You can call in to the podcast voicemail at 901-300-7474. Leave your comment and question, and we will play it on the next episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. Also, if you go to our Instagram page at jacobc 12 or the host page at yermayahu 15 on Instagram or Twitter and press the link, you can find ways on how to support this podcast. You don't have a social media account? That's perfectly fine. You can go to linktr.ee forward slash jacobc12 to find more ways on how to support this podcast. We thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And remember... Seek truth, live it out, and inform others. Shalom.